Welcome to the Thursday show, everyone, here on the Frontline Gaming Network. If you're joining us live, we really appreciate it. we got some chats going on. If you're joining us uh, afterwards in the podcast aggregators, you know, we did this live. This is your weekly tournament show where we run down the meta coming up over the weekend where we discuss some of the biggest and best tournaments all around the world. And we have another international event. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Where were you when the Thursday show was live? Everybody ask yourself, if you're listening back, where were you? It doesn't hit y'all. Right here, every week is the answer. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's Thursday, and here we are. Now, listen, we, got, we have a big show, mostly because this is the first night, that, or first night, there you go, the first weekend that nights will be available for people to play. So we got some big stuff to talk about. Literally, I did that, and, literally and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. Clever. We're clever here on the Thursday show. <laughs> I do what I can. I do what I can. Uh... So seriously, this is where we talk about some of the lists you're going to see. Uh, we, we go down the factions you're going to see. We def- you know we basically talk about what the meta actually is, not just what you read on the internet. And then, you know, sometimes we talk about how to beat that stuff. You know, because, you know, if you can't or don't want to be the meta, you do have to beat the meta. It's true. If you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And I can tell you the, who the man is right now is kind of not up for debate anymore. There was a couple of weeks where we're like, ooh, is it Ashirani? Is it Tao? Is it Nids? It's it's pretty definitively the Bug Boys, which make Dustin very happy. Yeah. I, I, I told you I told you last week, I, for one, welcome our new Tyranid Overlords. I, I like it. Whenever, you know, whenever these old factions, you know, the people that are big fans of, get to, get to uh, you know, basically have their time in the sun, I'm actually pretty pr- pretty proud for him. Uh, so let's talk about the events we're going to talk about. Well, actually, before we do, uh, make sure you check out Frontline Gaming. That's our sponsors. Uh, LVO tickets go on sale in less than a month. So those typically do sell out, especially some of the more premium packages for those tickets. So you know you might even want to you know set your clocks, set your alarms, make a you know reminder on your calendar. You don't want to miss those tickets when they go live. And we hope to see you there. BAO next weekend where you can catch some incredible live coverage by myself and co the whole Ocho goodness sands the Paul Murphy unfortunately but we will have amazing live coverage for you from the entire event some some people call the BAO the Barry Open I call it the Badass Open because for badasses and they, they, you come there and you see the best and brightest and it's one of the long standing amazing frontline gaming events this year in homage to um, in control Robinson who was the I think the most recent champion of that event who unfortunately passed away and uh, much condolences to the late and great i'll be tuning in and maybe i can stink my way on you know, you know we'll, we'll see we'll see what comes out that weekend but that's why you got to watch these things because you never know what's going to happen uh and plenty of exciting where over forty thousand action as well no it's always worth going to those things all the coverage you guys have it's incredible it's it's the best to watch all right it is the best mm. 40k to watch you want to watch this you get to find out exactly what's going on you get to see the meta you can see how people play these armies which is a huge factor for people that are trying to beat them you're never going to beat them if you don't know what they do these are the guys to watch stuff first event we're going to talk about this weekend or for the, coming up this weekend is the birmingham super major major from birmingham england when it's i saw london birmingham, i'm like no. i'm like <laughs> Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. That's right next door to me. <laughs> uh, no, this is in England. Man, the colonials, they just named this, no matter where they go, they're like, that looks a bit like Birmingham. Let's call that Birmingham. And, you know, it's freaking, yeah. But Probably anyway, this, the original Birmingham. <laughs> the original. How many players we got? How many rounds in this bad boy? This is a 287 players, seven wow. round event. Oof. And I want to also give a special call out that 100% of the players entered their factions so we're, we're talking to you with absolute perfect information i mean as we do every week yep. right i mean come on always always perfect information yep. but uh the players hashtag they did the right thing we're raising I'm, the glass to you boys 
I, ch- we ch- I changed the hashtag. The TO did the right thing because the, the TO, TO put in the it. packet that they had to list their accurate nice. actions. So a good, a good teach cheers to you, mm-hmm. my, uh, my lovely uh, English brethren, on the getting it 100% right and making them do it. I love it so much. Yeah, 100% on 287 players, guys. Like <clears throat> you, everybody, everybody sub 100. You have no excuse. Like, come on, come on. 287, yeah. all of them did it. This is amazing. Oh, what to say what's up to the folks giving us some what's ups in chats. Uh, you know, look, we got some sleeveless shirt being worn in honor of you this weekend, Adam. Uh, Love so, it. Thank you. Print uh, print center there with that with that fashion spike. Uh, <laughs> always good to see. Dustin, would you run down uh, the factions and, and tell us what we're going to see there? I definitely will. So the Imperial Superfaction, there are nine sisters, 18 custodes, six Admech, five Astro Militarum, 10 Grey Knights, and 12 Imperial Knights. <laughs> space Marine Superfaction, there are seven Dark Angels, six Space Wolves, eight Blood Angels, two Ultramarines, two Salamanders, three Black Templar, one Raven Guard, four White Scars, two Imperial Fists, four Iron Hands, and four Death Watch. Space Marines coming out in force. Chaos Superfaction, there are two Chaos Space Marines, three K. Oh, sorry, two Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, sixteen T Suns, sixteen Death Guard, two Demons, and only three Renegade Knights. Wow, mm. that's, that's interesting. It. I wonder if that's because you know, with the way that uh, well, we'll talk about it later on. But I think that the way that the the Renegade Knights or the Chaos Knights are going to be is they're going to need a lot of the of the smaller uh, Knights, the War Dog style chassis, and I, and I wonder if there's mm. a little bit of hobby lag to whereas mm. the Imperial Knights didn't suffer from that because you know it's more of the larger Knights in the, in that composition. What Dude, are they uh, classified as in uh, for, for this? If they have like three of the little Knights or one big Knight in like a th- T Suns or Death Guard, is it still T Suns Death Guard or Chaos Soup? What is it actually? It'll be Soup. It'll it's be listed soup? as Soup. Okay, so it's only yeah. two Soup. Well, it, and if it if it isn't, it should be the Imperial Agent. You know, it doesn't. You know, it it breaks the rules. It does, but it I does. still think uh, I, I think pure is the the faction. If you are one hundred percent of the faction, I mean, I, but I, I guess you don't. You're not. You're not imperial soup if you take an inquisitor, are you? So it is. It is actually a thing. Yeah, that maybe, we have maybe, to discuss. Maybe there are some knights in some of these lists. We just don't like it. We, it depends on how they listed it, right? So we don't. We don't know mm. for sure. That's interesting to find out, though. I might look into that because I want to know. Xeno uh, super faction. There are fourteen necrons, sixteen orcs, and twenty seven tau. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you say? 27 tau. So 50% Yikes. of the Xenos uh, at this event are tau. Just under. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. And it, it's the hits keep coming. They don't stop coming. What's up next? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the one we were talking about. The high by superfaction. There are 30 Tyranids. But I mean, 287 players, 30s. That's, you know, that's not crazy, right? That's that's normal. Tyranid overlords, welcome. We can make uh, great servants in the your mind and good biomass. There are also four GFC players there, heroes of the swarm. Uh, Eldari Superfaction, there are 10 Eldari, 14 Drakari, 11 Harlequins, and 16 Assyriani. So pure even spread, as always, just higher numbers in there because it's a bigger event, obviously. But it's still, no matter how many players there are, the Eldari Superfaction always seems to even out, at least be pretty pretty standardly even, and especially the Assyriani kind of kind of taking a bit of a spike there. And Drakari actually being a little higher than I expected as well. But that makes the faction podium Tyranids at 30 and then Tau at 27 and Custodes at 18. This is crazy. I mean, not unexpected, but I mean, what's the next one down from Tau is nine less. So there's, 
the top of the meta starting to get a bit homogenous. It's starting to really polarize around Nids and went what can beat Nids. The, but the Custodes is totally an outlier, guys. People have, I mean, have the tales of their demise been overinflated? Are they still fine? Yeah, absolutely. People, like, I, I understand, like, when you get kicked <laughs> in the balls that hard, you definitely, you, you take a step back and like, oh, wow, that that hurt. But uh, they're fine. They they lost a bit of their a bit of their tech, a bit of their durability, but their damage output didn't change much. Their build may have changed did, did, did a little durability bit. Durability change or, or their their ability to like score like how effectively they can score points or how frequently they can score points. I don't think their yeah. point scoring changed that much. The obsec mm. hurt them, but like for the the, yeah. for the characters and like Sagittarius that kind of stuff. But I don't think all they need to do is change their list a little bit. And a lot of people weren't using them that much for their points. They maybe they maybe lost, I'll say eight points a game for it on average. Yeah. But they can get it elsewhere. Do we think this is the start of a new trend where the, literally all the Custodes players took a month off while they recalibrated, sussed out some new stuff, maybe played some Marines or some Eldar in the loo, and now they're all coming back to it? Maybe. I mean, maybe they just they saw some of the things that are actually in the meta and thought to themselves, you know what, we actually still beat this. Like, oh. We can we can compete. Mm. Look, sometimes, you know, it, the players can be reactionary as well. Like the, if the news is just that your army is not as good as, as it was yesterday uh, without, but, the, but then you take some time to realize maybe it is, or maybe I just have to change one or two characters, you know, or something like that, or, or one unit out or, or uh, ink, get another box of this, that, and the other, and then get it on the table. And maybe that's what it took. It's true. Uh, a lot of the custodes players probably have like, it's the same with, I think most competitive lists, like higher, higher competitive lists that have like 1500 points that are pretty standard and then 500 points that you'd be changing for tournament to tournament mm. based on what the meta is until there's a yeah. huge shift, which just happened for custodes. So that's the only time that 1500 points, they have to reevaluate. Like you said, get those new models, get them painted up, put them in their army and you're like, oh, they're good to go again. Well, let's exactly not forget right. they're also a great travel army and they are larger great tournaments army. like this, you know, people coming that, that could also contribute to this. But I would it is it is uh, remarkable that they are in the third position here on this podium. It really is. And it's, it's um and while I will do a little bit of foreshadowing, they don't hit another they, they do hit the podium again this week. Um mm -hmm. in the third place once again. So oh, it's not okay. it's not nothing. Like um, look, we look at trends here, you know, as far as that do. kind of stuff goes. So so maybe there is something right there like y'all were talking about. Yeah, for spot sure. on. Um, top players in attendance, gentlemen, we have three of the top 10 in the UK in attendance. It is a big fatty 200 plus player super major. You're going to bring out some big dogs who want to get those big points uh, to maintain their standing or, you know, increase their standing. Um, top ranked gentleman in attendance is Conrad Barkowitz. Fifth rank in the UK is playing Eldari. This is a Dark Patrol and a Hail of Doom Masterful Shots Vanguard. Um, the patrol is as thus. It's got a Troop Master, 3x5 Troop with a bunch of weapons in three Star Weavers. Um, nice, tight little package. Does a lot of good stuff, especially with Dark and some CP. Um, then it's got a Vanguard with Baharoth, because why wouldn't you? A Farseer Skyrunner, three units of 10 Dire Avengers. And I can tell you right now, after playing Dire Avengers all weekend, and the weekend just gone at the Australian Team Championships, they are not okay. They are not reasonable. Nope. <laughs> they are not, they're not fine. Nope. Um, 10 Swooping Hawks, 9 Wind Riders, and 2 Wave Serpents. E.g., this is a vanguard of violence. Everything just slaps. Um, in addition, brings together a great um, dichotomy of um, to the last options in the Wind Riders, the Swooping Hawks. And I think Baharoth is the third, Is the third, which is extremely he's hard. 60 points or whatever, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, so 145, yeah. I think. He's, like, he's just, or just above... The wave serpents, I think. 
the he's he's phenomenally good yeah. to the last. You just come into grips with him, and the, the Swooping Hawks is so ridiculously difficult because they get the reposition every turn, and then the Wind Riders are always firing, fading, being insulated by Protect and whatever other defensive powers you have. This is a really good flexible list, and Conrad's been doing uh, phenomenally well with it. But what do you guys make of it? I always love the Dark the dark Hollow Control mixed in with the Eldar because it, the Luck Dice are amazing, and so are the Strands of Fate. But what you gain from combining these two, I think, is actually better. I I, I agree. I, I do think that you want to you want to talk us through that a little bit. Sure. So, like for the for the luck dice, uh, if you're pure Harlequins, you get uh, extra luck dice. So, like three, they'll usually roll two dice, and if they don't get doubles, they get five luck dice, which is basically a free reroll. Uh, so five free rerolls for anything until mm-hmm. your next until next battle round, which is really good it's basically basically five free cp and you could do it on right now you can do it on multiple things you could you can yeah. roll several of the same saves or some, or several of the same hits or wounds anything like that strands of fate are you'll be able to get uh up to well up to six i think it is yeah up to six and an auto six on a charge roll auto six on a psychic mm-hmm. roll wound roll hit roll and those are good tech pieces like don't get me wrong they're really good but you lose both of those if you combined I thought you the, kept the strands. Do you keep the strands? I thought you just lost, lost the, the, the laughing. Oh, guy, well, then it's, it's, that's easy then. Yeah. yeah. That's just, no brain. That's even yeah. better. Okay, so you just lose the luck. Test. I don't even have to explain the strands. That's that's even better. That's, I, I thought it was good even without the strands. With the strands, why wouldn't you do this? I, 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 please correct me in chat if I'm wrong, but that is my understanding. In addition, I don't want to I don't want to say I told you. I, I told everyone so. But if you remember when we, the Eldari Codex came out, Check out any podcast. Adam said, eventually we're going to end up the best Eldari list is going to be aggressive. It's going to be Harlequins and Ashirani. But back then I said it was going to be um, all the support platforms and the night spinners. But that was because and, of the And I said the Dire Avengers and y'all looked at me like I was crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Dire Avengers Fair. are very strong, especially. I, so so I, I, I had one unit of nine Dire Avengers shoot twice and kill the kill overkilled five five paladins to the effect that they killed seven fully buffed paladins with one unit of nine Dire Avengers shooting twice. Yeah, that's not okay. Um, I, I no, like it. it was not reasonable. That's not you know, okay. you put the Dire Avengers in a situation where you can like reliably just lose one of them, yeah. you know, and, and then they give the stratagem and let's just go go berserk essentially like on top of all the other it blows up. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now I shoot twice. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, next uh, top gentleman in attendance is Vic Vijay, coming off the back of, I think he won the most recent 100-plus um, power event in the UK with, I think, exactly the same list as this. Um, sixth rank in the UK, Hail of Doom, Masterful Shots, Outrider, and Patrol. The Patrol stands as us. Baharoth, two times 10 Dire Avengers. It's almost like they're good guys. Uh, two times 10 Swooping Hawks, which is where, something that is quite unique here. Then he's got three units of seven Wind Riders and three Shining Spears. The Outrider consists of three Warlock Skyrunners, a Farseer Skyrunner, uh, a Farseer, making the nice um, duality for the um, Eldritch Storm. Yeah, I, li- I like Five- this just basically leaning really very much into Eldritch Storm here. Yeah, big time. Uh, five Rangers, another 10 Dire Avengers, the same 30 in the previous list as well, and two single of Vipers to go and do some shenanigans. Um, this is also an extremely good list. I, wa- I, I do. I always question when I see multiple units of Sweeping Hawks what the other 10 man is there for, because you'll just, you, you run into like an Armor of Contempt army, and they actually just don't do anything. So, must be there for Tower, must be there for Nids. Yeah, is, it's, it's Tyranids. They're not worried about mm. Space Marines. Like, they, I, I believe this, this uh, the General must, must believe that they can outplay space marines they can outplay even the you know the thousand sons of the death guard uh and so you just want that quantity of shots although the auto wounding is not 
you know, insignificant, but again, that plays hmm. t- largely into Tyranids and, and probably yeah. Talon. Well, they yeah, dropped the I, I, runners down to seven, so it looks like they're going for the swooping hawks to both be the bubble to the last with and Baharoth. And, and, and Baharoth is, yeah. is the idea. So it's just it's just EG, just write the 15 at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And good luck to you trying to take even five yeah. off me. Like good freaking <laughs> luck. Is, is what I think that is. I think that's my assumption. Yeah, that um, makes sense. What do you think of the like because you played them uh last weekend too? I've I've tried this too. Like, what do you think of the Elder Storm? Like people leading the Elder Storm. Like, don't get me wrong, I think Elder Storm is very strong, but for every single time that I've seen it actually used, it's been very lackluster. It's like like most of the orb bees and their equivalents, the threat of it is usually worse than the right. application. Yeah, or it's usually hard way worse. Is what, yeah, is what you're, for sure. yeah. you're mentioning. Yeah, yeah so orb B, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's usually the threat of, hey, if you bunch up, I might just is mm-hmm. is worse than what but sometimes happens. it happens especially when you have fast moving you have deploy you have redeployments and Dude, all these other things you can do um, i watched you know the, i wish you have seen 30 stream, wounds get done 30 30 models just like bang and you're like and you can't risk it you can't risk yeah. it that's why yeah, yeah. I, I can see that there's a few times that i've actually managed to get it off too when i've when i've tested these kind of lists because i you got to play what you're going to fight against guys you know way you learn how to beat it i've said that mm. before so when i've tried this too like the whole time people are like oh yeah no don't want to get that don't want to get that and then once they're like oh no i grouped it like aha i got you and then i use it like oh that wasn't that wasn't that great <laughs> and it's not like you don't want farseers oh no let me cast guide you know yeah. oh no let me cast this other great power doom yeah. you know like there's, there's, there's all these other powers that are amazing <laughs> yeah so that was, it's, it's not it's not a bad similar, no definitely not it's it's similar to when i used to run the 15 zone throws back when we had the similar stratagem to pick a point and explode mm. around there just the threat well, of it. i rarely used it but when i did yeah. It was great. Or in eighth edition, another good one was the the triple doom size for Necrons. Triple they would just rock size. up. Triple they went first. They did, but the Vindies never got in range was the issue because yeah. they had to be able to get within twenty four inch range. But the doom size was like whole table anywhere yep. on the table. You bunch up, I'm going to get yep. you. Um, next top list in attendance. Uh, but one uh, second, though, I want to talk what? about the the Vipers in this list. I think Let's it's easy to it. look at the Vipers and go, Vipers haven't been good in a decade or whatever. <laughs> Vipers are a really low point investment for the army, and they also mm. pretty much contribute to how you block off and screen things mm. because they have the wider footprint and and yep. so that keep that keeps you in the driver's seat of of the trade game and what i mean was is aldari don't trade they simply just take your units away and part of that is making sure that you can never get to what their their juicy mm. center is mm-hmm. their creamy center and that's the vipers contribute to that what are they they're 40 points i mean 45. people take people take what they what 35 45 45. Okay, thanks. People take <laughs> 55 point uh, land speed of storms for the same purpose, but the I got to tell you, the Viper is faster, have, has way more stratagem support, and it's better guns. Couple, and, yeah, a couple shuriken cannons. In masterful shots, it's out of winning on sixes too. Yeah, so it's and better than <laughs> 10 points less to be, like, in my my opinion, 20 points better than a land speed of storm. Um, yeah. And we take them all the freaking time in marine armies for the same purpose. They'll go out, they'll get you engaged on fronts or fronts because they're a vehicle as well. They'll go and get in the way, tag stuff. You don't want to be tagged, like forcing battleship units to either fall back or shoot into them instead of going and being aggressive. It's a, a phenomenal tool. Yeah, sorry mm-hmm. to take us back. Just wanted to talk about that because it really you know, it, it plays way larger than what it just looks like on this page right now. Yeah. Um, next uh, top gen in attendance is Henry Byrne, um, or Bjorn, Bernie, 10th uh, in the UK. He's playing Thousand Suns, Cult of Time, Double Patrol. Um, he's got Araman, an Exalted Sork, five Rubik's, and two units of 10 Scarab O's, or Scarab Occult Terminators. Um, his second patrol is a Terminator Sorcerer, two Infernal Masters, which is something I rarely see. I usually never really see two Infernal Masters. Um, that, for those of you who don't know, that's essentially two chaplains. It's very rare for you to see outside maybe Black Templars. Got so um, many t- t- Terminators to buff. 
12, you know? Yeah, five more Rubik's and another 10 Scarab Occult Terminators. I think we're at the, the level of this meme where someone needs to make me a Thousand Souls, like, um, uh, cereal box with Scarabos on it, and it's just dust. It's just sawdust in a bag. And you put it on, and you put it on your cereal because it's that's, where that's what you attribute all of the thousands of to sawdust. They're dusty boys, you know. I know they're dusty, but sawdust. What, what's that? What's what? You're gonna go to the desert and get sand? Nah, I guess yeah. that's dust. Nah. Crush um, up some Fruit Loops. It'll look very zinchy. <laughs> crush up the Fruit Loops. It'll look yeah. crush up some. If, if you want it. If you want a really long bow to string, you'd crush up Doritos, right? If you wanted to string it back to another Doritos. 40k meme. <laughs> wow. There was an old meme of somebody using Doritos as basing material. So I'm trying to, oh, trying to bring great. it all the way back oh, to okay. another 40k meme. Okay. But yeah. someone do a deep. cereal box with Scarabos. It comes with th- exactly 30 servings of Scarabos. <laughs> what do y'all think about this double patrol here? And instead of, you know, what, what are they trying to accomplish here with, with the two patrols? To, uh, to not one take a rubrics. Yeah, he That's he it. wanted to the the gentleman <laughs> um or the Henry wanted to spend more points on HQs. Like he's got he's got five HQ choices essentially. With you know one of them being without a, a slot. Um, but that was the that was the payoff. He's like, oh well, I can get another Termi Sork in here if I don't take five rubrics. And I suppose that was worth the trade in his mind. Okay. Uh, the list, you know, it's very predictable. I think is because you have so few units to kind of move around, or am I missing something here? Um, Do you just score nah, points? Like I just score you points, just, you'll never, you'll never take me off the objective. You're never going to kill enough of my stuff. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be there. I'm gonna get there first, and it's gonna hurt. I personally prefer Cult of Duplicity over Cult of Time, having played and seen a bunch of um, T Sunder games recently. I think the having if same list, same list, just Cult of Duplicity. People aren't killing these things anyway. Like, you know, how, right. how much, if, if, if they're not dying, why do you need to bring them back? Just play tighter, a little bit that, tighter. That may, and, that may be a good point, though, is it? but unless he's finding that he is, he's losing. Because cult time, you're going to get one or two Terminators back. Every turn. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, every every single Yeah, and you can auto heal one up to full. Uh, But with duplicity, you get to start on the objectives. You get to just redeploy your stuff. You get get gate of infinity. You get Mm -hmm. to bounce out of trouble if you're in trouble. So, e.g., you save the investment anyway. I think it's better. It's got a higher ceiling, but when stuff goes wrong, you can't just revamp the boys like you can with Cult of Time. So, it is a bit of give and take. Uh, I feel like you're, you're. I think you're onto something there that maybe the, the, the cult of time is the more reliable one. Absolutely. Uh, the cult of duplicity might be a little bit more like interactive. Mm. Uh, it just, ha- and- it just has a few more plays, you know, a few yeah. more fringe plays Whereas the cult of time is literally, I'm just, I'm just coming straight through you and you can't kill me in time. And I'm just going to outlast you. Um, it seems like people, if people wanted to, they could lean enough into that to make some issues. Don't know if ever gonna, it's ever going to happen, though. So, look, we know we have a ton of Tyrannies and a ton of Tau here. So, safe bets there. Are you going with the safe bets of which faction's taking this down? Dustin, what do, what do you think? Uh, the safe bets? I mean, you, you know what I'm going to be voting for if we're going for safe bets. If I'm going to be a well, little spicy with my pick, though, which I kind of <laughs> want to be, I'm going uh, to pick an Imperial Knight. Oh... Yeah. I wanted to pick a knight to get a podium at every event this that's weekend. What, that's, the, that's, that's, I don't think I know I win it, but a podium. I want, it. I want a podium. I want, a podium. I want it to happen. Um, I, I got to pick one of these boys. Uh, two of the top players in attendance are taking Eldari, but there is a gentleman named David Gaylard who top aided LVO just gone, who's playing a very spicy, very strong cheer in his list, who's also in attendance. Um, so I think I can't not call Tyranids for a podium, but I want one of the Eldari to get top place and show that there is there can be 30 Tyranids in the freaking meta, and Eldar, there's, there's still players out there who can find a way. 
Uh, we got a comment in the chat. I got to take us back just one second. Is that uh, cult of du- duplicity is less reliable? Exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. <laughs> no, it is. See, wink, wink. Yeah, see yeah, what yeah. I'm doing? Yeah. See what you're doing. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. the whole thing's the whole thing's alpha lead. There is no cult of duplicity. It's cult of alpha lead. Oh, but look, I haven't done this in a while, but I have to give a pick here. Blood Angels. <laughs> hey, did you did you watch Motor City? What that our Canadian yeah. Blood Angel player, top eight man. That's right. I mean, of course, I'm not surprised. Well, I know you weren't surprised. Most people shouldn't have been because Sam's an amazing player, but I wanted to make sure I called that out because he did amazing. Good stuff. No, that's yeah. good. I know. No, really, you know what's not to like about? It? I mean, they're, they're all the Marines. You know, got a bit a bit of a buff, and I think Blood Angels are right there where they can. Yeah, they absolutely. Can, there are a lot of Blood Angels here. Like they're the There's top uh, Marine yeah. represented faction yeah. here. Yeah, they are. I mean, you got me, Paul. Uh, it's been so long between drinks. I didn't predict that, and it's the most predictable thing you could have done. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Might say Renegade Knights. Might say like Death Guard or something. <laughs> All right. So next event we're going to go to is the Mayhem GT in Mabane, North Carolina, USA. Uh, Beautiful part of the country. If you're not familiar with it, absolutely awesome. 87 players, five round event. What are we seeing there? Uh, there's going to be Imperial's Perfection. There's five sisters, five custodes, one Admech, one Grey Knight, five Imperial Knights. Pretty even spread for the most part. Uh, Space Marine Superfaction. There's one Dark Angel, one Space Wolf, three Ultramarines, three Black Templar, one White Scar, and one Iron Hands. Chaos Superfaction. There's five Chaos Space Marines, four T-Suns, four Death Guard, and four Renegade Knights. There's more Chaos Space Marines here than there are at the 287-man event. That's interesting. Yes. <laughs> Zeno Superfaction, three Necrons, two Orcs, only two Tau. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like this. It's a beautiful like world. Beautiful world. Yeah. Hive Mind Superfaction, nine Tyranids, and a GSC player. The Eldari Superfaction, there's four Eldari, three Harlequins, and eight Suryan. Not a single Drukari. I was about to point it out. Very wow. ominous that they Eric may have been sucked out of the um, the Drakari because my belief is they really struggle versus Tyranids. Like really struggle versus Tyranids. Mm. So did they jump to the Chaos Space Marines? That seems like a weird. <laughs> where did they go? Yeah, where did they go? Look, the next question. They're the waiting in Comoro. Okay, they're waiting yeah. in Comoro. Uh, no, they're all playing Asuriani because they're all playing <laughs> Asuriani. Let's be, let's be real. Uh, that means the faction podium is Tyranids at nine, Asuriani at eight, and then Chaos Space Marine Sisters and Custodes and Imperial Knights tied in third with five. Beautiful spread. That's beautiful, beautiful spread. spread. That's amazing. That's, that there's yeah. even even with the highest one there of Tyranids at nine, Asuriani is one behind it. Like that's amazing. That's that's a great spread. This is going to be it's really even tournament. You're actually going to get a lot of different games against different people. It's going to be great. Yeah, and look, like nine to eight between Tyrion and Zashirani isn't that big, and it, even no. from them down to the rest of the the third places isn't that big a gap between four. Mm-hmm. Like we could have easily seen tens, twelves in for Tyrannids. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the fact that there's only two tower, like what what does that tell you, gentlemen? Does that tell you something about possibly the terrain they're playing on, or does that tell you something about? But maybe people have just realised that you know, Nids, the, the Nid players there just trump their Tau player? Because that's what people are saying. People are saying that t- Tau is actually a good thing into Nids, especially if you go first. But it's weird now because, well, it used to be that two Harpies just meant that you won that game if you went first as the um, as the Tyranid player. Cause you Maybe just, you people do... in North Carolina just got sick of playing only two phases of the game. Maybe that's what I was about to say. Maybe all the players <laughs> just went to the Alamo, which is what we're covering later. <laughs> that, oh, that's true. That's true. Oh. Oh. 
oh wait here is actually going to be a raffle of this of of a night so you know look if it's going to be i like i like this cool door prizes uh at events uh i don't know if they can throw a picture i don't know where you're but i saw that comment in the chat but you know maybe throw a picture somewhere we can see it uh love to see it if you get if you got some picks um, top players in attendance of this one, we actually had some help from our lovely gentleman, uh, Nick Dorich, who is attending this event. He threw up some of the top players in attendance for us because um, there wasn't any other gentleman in the rankings as of yet. Still pretty early in the season. Um, Jeremy Knox, he had some, he had some, Nick put up some flavor text saying that this was like the best looking guy in the local war, like the best, most handsome man. And he's a cryptocurrency savant of some kind. Um, <laughs> I just took him out. He was a bit salty about it. He's like, why'd you take out my silly notes, Adam? <laughs> they were funny. Um, but anyway, uh, this gentleman is playing, um, uh, Eldari. Uh, Asurani, sorry, um, he's got an Outrider Patrol and a, and a Fortification, which is all Halo of Doom Masterful Shots. He's got an Outrider with two Warlock Skyrunners, a Farsia, Karandras, 10 Dire Avengers, five Howling Banshees, two two by one Wind Riders, and two by one Warwalkers. I, I am quite a fan. Then he's got a Webway Gate and a Patrol with two Warlocks, Baharoth, a Farsia Skyrunner, 10 Guarding Defenders, Two, a nine and a ten man Dire Avengers and a nine and a ten man Swooping Hawks. Is this quite similar to the list that Nick Nanavadi won with in Dallas? Uh, I think it's an edited list because uh, yeah. there was a Wraith Lord in, in Nick's list. Yeah, I don't think he had a Karandras uh, in it either. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was exactly talking right. about replacing the Wraith Lord with Karandras, which would have necessitated uh, the the other, the, but the patrol. So that's this probably an evolution of that. Uh, if if you had to ask me. This is a very good list. This is a very interesting, very flexible list. I think this is one of the Asurani lists with the most level scoring ability that we have seen because it can just take like any of 12 secondaries and get like between 10 to 15 on all of them. Um, the Guardians, the Warwalkers, and the Vipers all mean that you can just get 15 on Engage, and that's that's a lot of power to just be like, well, everyone else takes Engage and gets 12s, I take Engage and get 15. I am three points above the pack. Um, same for Stranglehold, same for getting aggressive. And also, this is a list that really loves to roadblock. All those little units all get into the webway and just, just shoots those units out into your face, blocks avenues. I'm actually going to pull out a bit of a statement here. It doesn't kill knights that well, well, but holy crap! If this Eldar list goes first, they're just constantly roadblocked. Uh, I know we, had, we had a bit of a pause when you uh, when you said that it was it was very that was, that was for, it was for drama. That was not lag, guys. That was pure drama on Adam. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just a, a thematic. Yeah, yeah. Feel the pressure yeah. in the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, theater, you know, so, musical theater. What we see is folks, you know, trying to maximize the cell of doom and masterful shots. Uh, so, you know, a lot of shuriken weaponry. And, you know, what's different than the list we were just talking about is is it's been spread out more. Is it, what that list we were talking about a, a bit ago had a big block of shuriken uh, cannon uh, bikes. You know, this is this is spread out in some other things, uh, which, again, I think that's why I say it's probably an evolution of that, of that list now built around some of the objectives that you were just talking about. Reliability yeah. and secondaries. Yeah, exactly right. It's, it's kind of like um, leveling out the bell curve. There is no bell curve here. It just scores against everybody. Um, and I think it's a very good list. It's at extremes of flexibility. I, I'm a big fan. Um, oh, yeah. Next one is uh, JD Carter. 
who is playing Crystal Mechanicus House Raven Imperial Knights. Very easily, very simple. Uh, this is the configuration I expect to see for the next couple of months. This being three bigs and four little knights. Two Armagers, two Helverins, a Crusader, an Errant, and a Paladin. This uh, brings pretty much what I think is the best of the Bondsman abilities. The Crusader giving the Bliss skill 2+, plus, the Errant giving Advance and Charge, and the Paladin giving real ones to hit and ones to wound. Um, this is probably the archetype we, we could expect to see with people picking up this army, especially considering this is the cons the configuration that has been played all the way through 7th edition, uh, sorry, 8th, 9th edition. <laughs> Went through all the wrong ones. Um, with the Triple Megara. <laughs> it's been played for a bunch the, of editions. Yeah, a bunch. Uh, the Triple Megara and the, the four... Um, e.g. Moirax's Warglaive's Helverin. So people have this list. They're ready to go. They just take off the weapons, put on the other magnetized weapons, bada-bing, bada-boom. Um, what did you think of it? I think you're right. I think this is what we're going to see for Imperial Knights, at least for a while, until if something else gets figured out. But this is the this is the go-to with after reading the book the first time when I kind of read it too. It's like, yeah, three big knights with the Imperial Knights. It's, it's just it's, yeah. it's the way to go right now. See, Chaos, I have different opinions on. It will be, it's not, I don't think three big knights is the way to go with them. I think, but most people agree with me on that one too. But uh, Imperial, for sure. Crusader, Errant, and Paladin. I actually love seeing Paladins again. I, 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 I love seeing the old schools. Like the old schools, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the OGs, yeah. the, the, the original OGs. trio. Get those OGs um, notes out there. The only one I question is the Errant over the Preceptor. I think I personally prefer the Preceptor because it'll make your four little knights just that much harder to kill. They can do the action and shoot, things like that. You can bring along. Um, that's my personal preference, but I don't think there's a wrong choice. A first press uh, competitive list, just do whatever you feel is right. You'll find mm -hmm. your way. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment on both counts. So that I think it's probably a more efficient choice, but not a wrong one. Uh I'm glad to see him on the table. You know, it's one of those to where, you know, yeah. it's hard to get, seemingly hard to get knights, like, right. You know, either yeah. on on either yeah. side of it. It's either they're just, like, really overpowering in the game or, you know, they feel like they just, they're underpowered because they don't, they don't mm. score enough. You're just not on the table long enough. Uh, I think there may be a, a kind of a, a nice um, balance for that particular issue in these codexes. And we'll see mm -hmm. if it plays out over the course of this weekend. Absolutely right. Um, last list that we are going to break down is Mr. Michael Walsh. He has a battalion of Bloody Rose Sisters. Um, starts off with the Repentia Superior, Canonus, Morv, and Baal, because you wouldn't leave home without her. Uh, Tombs of Five, Battle Sisters, a unit of 10 Novitiate. Uh, two Crusaders, Dogmata, Hospitala, eight, eight, four Sisters Repentia, which is my preferred uh, configuration. I love having the four, the four sisters to just go and do the little stuff. You don't have to use eight to go and kill five doofuses on an objective around a wall. Um, five Seraphim, two units of, of five Zephyrum, which are kind of for the same purpose as well. Also charging from reserve, a single Castigator, two units of ten Retributors. I like. I, I'm seeing the bigger squads more and more, boys. Mm -hmm. and I wonder if you can pick why. And then a single Rhino. Um, good, well-rounded list. I can't really pick any holes in it. I think it's just really solid. Uh, Mike's a, a buddy from a long time ago. Great player. Uh, kind of a you know a main a fixture in these tournaments and always does well. Uh, I think uh, the Adeptus is one of those armies where that 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 experience and knowing you know what individual pieces do and how to leverage them at the right time uh, lends itself that, that that type of ability lends itself to an army like this. Would expect him to do very well over the weekend. Yeah, me too. The sisters list, uh, I'm, I'm liking the sisters list that are coming out right now. It's a lot of them are a lot of the MSU style that uh, we're seeing now with a couple of the the ten men uh, retribut sorry ten lady retributor squads, and I think it actually makes a lot of sense now that they got more durability. The retributor squads usually would come out, kill something, and then die. 
thought. Now, yeah. with Armor Contempt and five extra Blade of Wounds, they're a lot harder to chew through, especially extending in cover. So now these Retriever Squads, they're, they might actually get to shoot a couple times because you're going to have to put a lot more, or either that, or you have to put a lot more into them to get them off the table. Yeah, and I wonder in this list if they're to the last options with Morven Val. Is that how that lines up in your heads as well? I think they're about 250 points for 10 rets with with uh, the full I complement of 10, yeah. And then yeah. once... Yeah, that's right. Uh, and this is what we saw... Um, uh, that configuration is what we saw with Jack Harpster take uh, a couple mm. weeks ago as well. Uh, so maybe this is making it in functionally uh, for that exact reason. It's like, you know, do you really want to invest a bunch of, of, of shots into them to only pick up a, f- a few yeah. you know, Bolter sisters? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing. And because it's the 10-man, too, you can have the heavy weapons out in front to shoot whatever they want to shoot, and all the other ones can be behind them in cover. Behind yeah. them in wall, just yeah. get all this extra cover, right? So it's it works. It works. I like it. Works it works well. Y'all aren't asking they... the right question, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with this castigator? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yes, I was going to get to it in a sec. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you boys how you feel about it, because that castigator with a couple of tweaks could be three Paragon Warsuits, which I think I prefer better um, for a Bloody Rose list. But if you're taking the two units of Rets, that's like almost five, that's 500 points of your list. Maybe you're already playing a bit more of a backboard presence, so it makes a bit more sense. But yeah, I I... I have heard people tatting its praises. I just don't get it. Well, I look, actually, the, the pile of this list is in the chat, so maybe we can get Perfect. some uh, real-time updates. As Explain to, yourself. Yeah. Explain yourself, sir. Look, justify, <laughs> justify yourself to us. The, the, Let the us rules, know. You know, I've benefited. The Castigator is, like, it's better also. It's better than it used to be. But what is putting it in folks' list right now? What are, what are we not seeing? Because, like, you know, it'd be right now those types of tanks don't seem to really be what uh, are doing a lot of damage in people's list. You either in the in the Eldari, you know, you're going to see the fast moving things, and they have other functions, and they carry things that allow you to do jump out. You know, even in in the Tau, but like, what is this? What is essentially just a battle so tank? The the right? theory is there is nothing that you, uh, now that the Exorcist is unfortunately with the changes to line of sight shooting is kind of dead. Unfortunately, um, the, the you just need a piece in your army that will reach the back of their board. That will actually just reach out to the deployment zone and do some work. And something, a threat, something to keep them honest, not just being like, well, I'm not coming to the midboard because I'm Dark Angels and I took these three stupid secondaries and I have no reason to. So you have something just just to plink, just to do something to make them want to play the game with you. Yeah. Um, that's the theory. And I 100% agree well, with that. Well, that's it. what I we're just... getting in the chat too, is basically got some damage two shots, uh, being able mm-hmm. to kind of work some angles. Um, and then it does similar things as it does in the Eldari list. So yeah, thanks for, yeah. thanks for that. Appreciate you tuning in. But yeah, I expect, uh, I expect this list to do well and, and Mike to do well as well. So it's going to be cool. To, that's, I'm just going to go and say, um, that's my pick to win this thing. No Ooh. pressure. No, zero pressure, Mike. Like, zero Look, pressure. you're going to show up, you're going to give us some real-time answers on the list. Yeah, yeah you got to perform now. I'm back at home. Already a champion. Yeah. There you go. You got uh, Paul's writing you the check. He's, he's laying that hand of destiny <laughs> on you. <laughs> The hand of destiny. No. Good luck to you, mate. Um, let's have a quick look. What's what's your prediction, Dustin? I'm looking at what's going on in here. I really like the, the Assyrian lists. Are just they're so good. They're they're really hard to deal with. I think and that's. Uh, and I think we what's have, going on here. Oh. We have five CSM players, and one of them's getting a podium. So say it. Wow. Let's do it. Come on, That's, come on. If, if, look, it. if it was going to happen, this is the time to do it. I mean, there's this is a, a good amount of players, five rounds, um, and we we've seen Chaos Space Marines, and this is this is no joke. Almost 
like table knits, you know, and all they need is like one turn to go one or two turns to go in their favor to like, maybe just have just an average or a little, maybe even slightly above average turn. And depending on the composition of that list, they're in it. So there have been two Chaos Space Marine lists operating in Australia over the last kind of month or so, and they've both been horrifically terrifying. One of them is uh, the 60 Possessed has become resurgent again. No um, that we saw at the start of ninth edition and like uh, crushed that first um, uprising super major we had. Um, and the other one has been the full complement Empress children, that being the 30 terminators, two of them with combi melters, huge unit of um, redeploying noise Marines to kill off any freaking screen you think might be able to stop the terminators just getting into you. And then a small baby unit of chosen inside a rhino, um, because they can, if you manage to get all your screens out of line of sight, then instead of using the noise Marines to clear them, it'll use the rhino with the chosen. That'll kind of auto charge you. Um, and it's been performing really well. And like, you're taking really crazy well. pills this week. It is about it's- the dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude sometimes, sometimes are amazing i love them sometimes you don't need it but yeah it's pretty pretty baller no but that's, that's what we've seen with uh with just the, the there are some tricks still in the in the chaos space marines mm-hmm. uh you know bag there that they can bring out and they work well against what we're seeing at the top right now it may struggle well, against some of the, the stuff it's been historically struggling against but it seems to work really well against some of those top lists so you might be just dead on with that we, we see this, so we've seen this um, throughout ninth edition. When you see the narrowing of the eighth edition li- armies, the ones that have eighth edition rules, who have all these spicy stuff that we had in eighth edition, we don't have now. All the, especially the double activations. I said it when Asurani got their book that they were the second last holdout of the double activation. Chaos Space Marines is now the last holdout of a full complement of double activations. Double move, double fight, double shoot. They are like one of the last holdout that has the full complement. And if you can still use those well, you can just win games. You can just freaking win games. Like, but it's it's just extremely hard because they don't have the wounds, they don't have the resilience that we've we've come to expect from yeah, you, books. You need a turn to just go your way, you know, yeah. or to to not not go your way. I guess is probably a better. Uh, way of saying it and and that's what we find i think that's what takes them out more often than not is that you know they'll they'll battle through a strong list and then run into another strong list and then like mm. just the luck will run out and i don't mean luck yeah. in the sense of they're they're lucky to be there but they just will have a slightly under average turn and there's a lot there's a lot to be a lot said there's a lot to be said for a faction getting a lift by default of having of being the only thing in the meta that does a thing you know um yeah. whether that's with on extreme well it's on conventionally bad units on bad chassis units like a chaos space marine chassis is a bad chassis you know but it does stuff you can't get anywhere else so eg they actually i expect them to see a bit of a an uplift they already are in australia but yeah. waiting for the rest of the world to catch on I, I like that 60 possessed idea you know we've seen that of you know that that is that's when you see it across the table you think you've got it in a bag and then they're all over you you're like what is happening <laughs> well what is well so the gentleman who was running it in Australia was running it, well, he's running Chaos Soup because he would take a patrol of Slanesh Demons just to take like the gem and a one unit of fiends. And all it takes is for you to forget what fiends do and you just put out a, a, a crude screen, you know? Because you can't fall back from fiends if they're within an yeah. inch. Period. Engage range of yeah. fiend. So one possessed and one fiend to get within an inch of you and you lost the game playing Tau into that list because nice. you have a whole unit of 20 possessed on your doorstep. You can't shoot or interact with anymore. And then they kill the crew and they kill your whole freaking army next turn. It's nice. disgusting. We did the math where uh, it takes like four to six possessed to kill a full unit of crisis suits. Like just, just 
fully buffed wow. to dead. Uh, you guys obviously haven't had uh, some above average rolling on these invuln saves, then, man, because I've I've. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bad experience with three dread claws. I think one. Yeah. I think one's all you need. One is probably all. Yeah, you need. three's good. Bring three. three. Yeah, look, I can't hate. Yeah. yeah, go go for three. <laughs> uh, so, uh, chaos space Marines, That's it. So the last one we got. We got actually. Let's let's take a quick break for a word for our sponsors. Then we'll come back and talk about our the, the last grand tournament. What we're going to talk about this week, and then after that, we get a little bit of a palate cleanser. If you're new here, we have a segment we call the Fuego Repito, where we run down a list of like rapid fire questions. Sometimes they have something to do with wearing forty thousand. Sometimes they don't. Uh, you'll have to tune in uh, to the end of the show to figure that out with us. But hang tight, we'll be right back. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time, printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. And we are back. Thanks for checking out that word from our sponsors. Uh, the next one we will talk about is the Alamo Grand Tournament in San Antonio, Texas. It's here in the U.S. 123 players, six-round event. Quick and dirty stats for this one. We have one Imperium, which is Dark Angels and an Imperial Knight. Ooh, you just had to point that out, Adam. Of course you did. Uh, three Sisters, seven Custodes, one Admech, four Astro Militarum, 13 Grey Knights. And That's the first Grey Knight spike we've seen, right? That's this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there was, a, there was a, quite a few at the first one, but that 287 player event, like it's 123, 13 is massive. Like that's a lot of Grey Knights for sure. Uh, Space Marines Superfaction, there are two Dark Angels, four Space Wolves, six Blood Angels. Still spiking the Marines here with the Blood Angels. Three Ultramarines, two Salamanders, one Imperial Fist. Chaos Superfaction, there's one Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marine, five T-Stuns, one Death Guard, one Demon, and four Renegade Knights. Xeno Superfaction, there are two Necrons, five Orcs, and nine Tau. Hive Mind Superfaction, 17 Tyranids. They're still uh, they're still uh, taking over here. One GSC, and then the Eldari Superfaction to finish it all out. There is eight Eldari, three Harlequins, and seven Asuriani. Notice the trends. <laughs> the faction podium is Tyranids topping it out at 17, followed closely by Grey Knights at 13, and then Tau at 9. Two big events this weekend. Zero Drakari between no them. No Drakari. Where'd they go? Very interesting. Where Where'd did they, they go? go? Indeed. Where did they go? I'm not too surprised about the Grey Knights. I think that they are kind of getting a bit of a bad rap out there right now. Oh, for sure. Um, I think they're better than the, what the stats indicate that they that they have been. We've been seeing them, 
hundred percent agree. Dude. Maybe Texas has figured that out. I, w- I went through every single one of the Grey Knight lists in attendance just to suss out what was going on there because this is the first big spike they've had in mm-hmm. oh, geez, since the since the Dread Knights. Um, and I wanted to know what was going on, and they've all kind of pivoted into this nice spicy power armor MSU build. Um, a lot more Terminators mm-hmm. and Paladins than we uh, than I remember as well. Did you guys know you can take Paladins in three mans? Uh, I, th- I think it's always been that way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, but everyone, everyone seems to have forgotten. That is such a value buy. That is such a value buy, three-man. It can do so much. It can be so annoying, and it takes so much resource to destroy from your opponent. I think it's incredible. But don't you want, for Knockman data, you want to have a few more than that? Yeah, but honestly, if you use like, yeah, but what you want yeah, to do Yeah, you're not using just, Paladins for Knockman data, though. That's, that's an investment I guess there. it depends on how many Dread Knights you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but the idea is they become your trading pieces, and then mm-hmm. your opponent's like, "Oh crap! What the hell trades with paladins?" And like, "Oh man, I need to use like two characters and and, and like you know eight sangard to make sure this dies." And then That's like, a great oh, point. wasn't a trade anymore, was it, brother? Bang, win. Um, three possessed. I, I like it a lot. That's what three possessed. <laughs> but they only come in. They only come in packs of twenty, don't you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> well, that, that makes sense. Sorry, two and a half possessed. Two and a half possessed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so top players in attendance here: um, Nathaniel Bjorge. Bjorge. I think I said it better last week. I feel better about it now. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. What did you? What did? What was it? What was it last week? I. I. I, I, I don't want to repeat. Bjorg, right? I said. I think I said Bjorgi or Bjorge. Bjorgi. Bjorgi. Oh, Bjorgi. That might be Yogi? it, actually. I don't think that we we like, know ill intent by mispronouncing no. these names. <laughs> so we we're, just don't we're know how to read. Genuinely trying to make it right to, for you. That's the way. I I did very little schooling, in case anybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, very very small formal education. Um, but <laughs> uh, this gentleman, Nathaniel, is ranked sixth in the USA. He's taking Kraken Tyranids. He's got a battalion and a patrol. He's got a Neurothrope, a Flyerant, a big unit of nine warriors, two units of four warriors. The two units of four um, uh, just have double bone swords, by the way. Um, just to, uh, something to talk about later. Um, he's got Death Leaper, a unit of three, and a unit of two Pyrovores, three Venomthropes, and two units of three Zoanthropes wrap out the patrol. Sorry, the battalion. And the, the patrol is a Neurothrope, a Flyerant, and simply ten Gargoyles. This is a good list. Uh, what do We've seen that voice? patrol come in a lot. Yeah, um, like that's that's a the, patrol that gets slotted in into I think the mini yeah. tier list where the bulk it's, you know has a little bit of play, but that patrol we've seen pop up a bunch. Well, it's it's very interesting, isn't it? Because it's literally just a ta- it's almost a tax unit to get in a second flyer in because mm-hmm. flyer yeah. are just that damn good. Absolutely. And yet I say that, and there's two HQs in that patrol, so it's not just a tax for a flyer. It's you, you want the second Nero as well. Maybe Dustin can unpack that for us. So that's something that I actually wonder about too. Like the, the Neurothropes are they're they're good. They're they're very good. Having two of them, I am. Maybe it's to make sure that their uh, psychic secondaries are a lot more reliable because you don't want to use the flyers for the psychic secondaries most of the time. The neurothropes mm. are the ones that can be hidden. They're the ones that can just safely do it, like in the middle of a bunch of warriors, and they have the three up in bone still. They're giving uh, both the flyers in this case because it doesn't look like you have a maliceptor. So both the flyers are going to be casting on three d six. So I mean, yep, that uh, it helps them be a lot more consistent with everything they are doing. I personally don't don't think the neuro- the third or the second neurothrope is necessary, but it's definitely a really good tech piece. It actually, it, it really helps, especially with the build uh, that he's doing here. Even the Zoanthropes too, getting the Zoanthropes to cast on 3d6 too. So mm. 
Am I it, am I right in thinking that Kraken has, might start seeing a bit of lift over Leviathan because of the extra strength that you can get on things like Warriors? So it's to... Strength of the speed. No, it's the speed you get for it's Kraken. The it's the extra AP that people do it for because of Karma Who, who, who gives the Behemoth extra, extra strength? Is that, is that how you get strength eight, or can you get strength eight anyway? Strength eight is from Behemoth, and plus one to wound power. Okay, yeah, because yeah. that's when I saw Kraken. I I, I read it wrongly and thought it was <laughs> no, going for the strength the eight. Net... Try and contend with knights. No, uh, yeah, the, the Kraken has the the auto eight advance though. That's the oh, that's uh, yeah, and again, they have the built in extra AP that can be switched out if you don't if you don't play Marines, you don't care about AP. You can switch it out for one of the other cool things in there. It's it's, mm. it's ridiculously versatile that way. I don't know if this is intentional or not, but we have a comment in the chat that says uh, Burrow laughing says I'm not sure if I like two newer throats or not. Uh, I'm of two minds about it. <laughs> <sighs> That uh, guy, uh, what's what's the name? Uh, Borg Lachlan. Uh, you just won. You just won. Uh, you, you, you won. We didn't even know we were playing, and you won. Like, uh, yeah. What's um, the next list? So, <laughs> I just want to moving, touch on something. Moving on. Um, but no, before we go away, it's weird to see a Kraken list without Ravenous. Just going to point that out. Kraken, that is no Ravenous. That Strange. is actually very uh, No Tyrant Guard in there yeah. either, which I thought was. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's if that's the normal for Kraken. If Kraken don't do that, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, but typically, you know, Tyrant Guard are are like a, a, a critical piece. And so, uh, mm-hmm. why this general has chosen not to take them that that that's an interesting thing to unpack, or at least to think about for me. Yeah, yeah. no, it makes usually people would take them because they wanted to have the shooty tyrant hidden with them and be able to overrun one of the flyers back to be safe again. So now having two flyers and only be able to overrun one of them back to safety at this point. Is it worth taking them? Just Nobody's them safe. In there. Nobody's All aggression. <laughs> All aggression. They're, they're cracking everything. Okay. Run forward. Just go. All right. Moving on. Next gentleman in attendance. This is Wyatt Turk. He's a mad lad. He's not ranked or anything. He's just a mad lad. So I put, put his list in. Um, <laughs> and also he's playing Renegade Knights. So double down. Um, now, this is what I expect to see. Like, this is just a good example of what we expect to see from Renegade Knights. Super heavy attachment. Um, he's got a Knight Abominant, a Knight Desecrator, three Huntsmans, two Executioners, and two Brigands. For those people who don't know, maybe someone's able to tell us which are the which configuration of the Huntsmans, Executioners, and Brigands. Uh, executioners are the autocannon ones, and the Brigands are the... So uh, the Halverns, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, I also get the names mixed up, but these, those are the ones that he's got some shooting ones and he's got some, he's got the Meltas and the, and the choppy ones. Yeah. So, and so the Abominus, the psychic, the psychic lad and yeah. the, desec- the Desecrator is the, Shoot. what? Yeah. Is it the Crusader equivalent or is it the, um, not it's, it's got the super, it's got the super laser, um, super laser, laser destructor. Yeah. It's the 24 wound one. It's it's not the Castellan size. It's, yeah. it's the one down. It's the same yeah. same tier as the Abominant. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more like a it's more like a um a Paladin, you know, with a yes. one big kind of anti everything gun and a, a combat weapon. Um, yeah. This configuration's here to soup up with the uh, feel no pain power, right, from the Abominant onto all the little little lads. Probably the psychic power. There's a couple oh, different psychic powers. One of them is that you do you, you cast it and you give your abominant a, a feel no pain, and then if you mm. um, cast high enough on an eight or more, it, it goes out to the to the war dogs around to you. the masses. That's because yeah. of a six up though, I don't think it's a five up for them, right? Just a six up for them if you cast it. High uh, so, so, sounds right. Uh, so the brigand is the one with the multi uh, multi melta and the uh, auto cannon. Uh, this sorry, not the auto, the uh, the assault cannon, the twelve yeah. shot. Okay, yeah. Actually, the twelve shot on that. Now, this is like Dude. this uh, renegade list is. I think this is this is the way to run them. If you're going to run renegade knights, this is how you run them. 
when when you're not taking any meta into uh, account like you're not trying to tool up for anything specifically i think this is a great all comers and this is a great place to start yep. with the book um i got really nothing negative to say um i unfortunately forgot to write down what house he is um so absolute apologies there guys oh it's a big deal is uh, he so infernal, infernal... Is he iconoclast like yeah. what is he I, I seem to remember it reading um custom um iconoclast i will double check for us quickly though custom iconoclast that's interesting. The, yeah. the iconoclast uh gives you plus one attack you know on your um on your knights and so maybe that's uh that's the, the plan here but infernal is pretty good infernal is pretty uh, good I, I went through both of them like uh on the by latest podcast episode two and I think I'm still fully iconoclast. The Infernal's really good, but I think the iconoclast buffs overall are just better. I see. I went with the Infernal. Oh my! Really? Like I've actually have an army. I've played this uh, list a, a few times, or not this list, a different list. Uh, but uh, I like the this the burst that you can get with your with your speed, and you know when you can move 17 inches across the table, you know your opponents sometimes they're second guessing some choices they made. <laughs> Um, I, I it did. Uh, his list doesn't say. We got a com- the, ca- the comment in the chat says he's in. Infer- he is he infernal. Is yeah, his list so actually he's doesn't on say. Yeah, the list actually doesn't say which one it is. Um, Waller trait, favor of the dark mechanicus, additional Waller trait, infernal quest. So yeah, definitely on the infernal okay. side. Sounds infernal like his quest is, is is good. Well, th- no, the infernal yeah. quest. That's just a Waller trait that uh, that makes you objective secured. So. Uh, but it says infernal. In it. Yeah. You can't be iconoclast with an infernal. infernal trait. That's weird. That's a trait, right? That's... I think so. I think so. I think uh... this one gives me chops. Um, but yeah, this is a good list. Great list. I think White's going to have a lot of fun and do really well with it. He's definitely going to catch some people off with just how much pressure this can lay down. And I think that what's the what's the profile on the chain cannon? Twelve shots, strength, 12, 12 strength shots, six. Strength six. Yeah. Neg two one. No, I think it's no AP or. I actually like that better than the, the Melta. I think it's a. I think that's an amazing profile with of so much toughness. Five medium bugs, tower crisis suits. Um, just being speedy to get angles on on Eldar as well. That is the mwah, plum profile to smash him. Um, I think it's amazing. Um, all right, next one down. This is the last list we're going to look at this weekend. This is Aaron Kellerman. He has the benefit of having the first name on the list for the Grey Knights. Hence, <laughs> that's why I brought it out because it was the first one that came up. Um, so that double uh, double A benefits. You know? Don't say that because um, then people will be putting like, it's one, you know, uh, TPM, you know, and then. Yeah, yeah. Larry, one Larry. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got a present brethren battalion. Um, it's very simple. I love it how simple this list is. Um, a librarian, a, dre- a grandmaster in dread knights, two units of five obsec terminators, which I think we should start seeing more of because I think they're bowler. Two units of five strikes, two units of three paladins, a unit of five interceptors. That's when you woke up, you're like, three paladins? Yeah, you're I was like, oh crap. Yes, we found like, it. Is that a typo? I'm like, right. (laughs) Um, And then he's got a Dreadnought and a Rhino. And I suppose the Rhino is going to be having those 10 Interceptors in it to give that first turn Leapfrog into your lines. Um, This is just a tight package of goodness. I do... Mm. I I wonder if five of the strikes could have gone because I am a huge believer in the Obsec Termies at the moment. I think they're... If you have the ability to take Termies with Obsec, just freaking take him. He's maximizing Um, that Rhino meta, man. He's got... got, It's true. That's out of my Rhino. That's what I thought as well. I was like, if you didn't want to put any interceptors in, it could put two units of five strikes, roll them into the midboard. Um, so that's definitely a consideration. But there is some points here you could flex around, like dropping one of the troops' choices 
could get you another flex character um or could be more interceptors could be some perks or purifiers um could just be a bunch of servitors like take two units of servitors to just sit you back people overlook the server servers are actually harder to get to not everyone has the like the just the no gun servitors hanging out yeah. in box or whatever right. they are very uh, hard but th- for 40 points or whatever you you basically lock in 15 battle points you know that's mm. yeah that's exactly right um what do you guys think of this one I, I really like it. I think there's there's a build that I uh, I've used that I've seen that's been really effective. That is actually with the troops. It's two or three by six terminators, and they now become oh. your to the lasts. Oh, snap. so then even your grandmaster can go in, not not care. You're getting those points. You're getting purifying ritual. You basically have thirty points that you have. They ha- they have to stop you from getting. It's actually pretty yeah. spicy. I, I really like that. And it, when it's combined with all these interceptors and in this case, paladins, dread knights that are still running up the, beat, the field, it, it works really well. Like I really like it. Mm. This is actually very, very close to that too. I like the style. The terminators, you can use them, but you don't have to in a list like this. Yeah. A lot of the yeah. time I find the terminators even better for backfield. If they have things that can threaten your backfield, because then I, I all right, I bypassed all your frontline. Ha <laughs> like, Okay. Now you got to deal with terminators then that are upset. Yeah. So spot on <laughs> like they they still slap man they go yeah. in three or four attacks each depending and they just annihilate stuff they it's extremely good like mm-hmm. I, the what's the price point on a great uh, anybody know what a great terminator cost you uh 40 oh, points 40 43 points 40. Uh, some uh, yeah. yeah i think some i think five there. is exactly uh 200 points so you're paying five points over a regular Terminator, realistically, um, for being psychic, uh, having so used to better weapon, evolve, better mm-hmm. weapon, exactly. Um, I, so I think it's a good, it's a good price point. It's totally fine. Um, if they dropped even like one or two points per model, they'd be oof, real cranked. Oh, that'd be not okay. It'd be not okay. Yeah. <laughs> not okay. Um, so that's it. That's the coverage for the weekend, gents. Who do you well, pick no, out of? No, the we got to pick winners. Yeah. No, we got to pick uh, the winners. Thirteen Grey Knights. That's where I'm going. Like, that's their first big spike. I wonder if the meta is ready for that many Grey Knights in there. Um, and yeah, I hope people have not taken their Splash Psychers because they're going to want to take a boar again. And you might not be able to. <laughs> that's actually a good point, too. A lot of people are, because they're not going to be taking uh, Psych or uh, Aboard the Witch against like Thousand Suns. That's what you see more mm. of. Grey Knights you don't see. But this list, you could do Aboard the Witch if you didn't have them because a lot of MSU would be perfect. But yeah. Uh, yeah, people aren't going to be they're not going to be ready. I, I like the Grey Knight call. Are you I, going I think with Grey Knights too? I think I am. I think I, I think I just talked myself into it. Well, look, I'm going to go chaos. I'm going Chaos Knights. Chaos Love Knights. it. Specific Chaos Knights. Not even we would we would give you just pure Knights if you just want to say Knights in general. If it's either Imperial I, I or think chaos, I think okay. Chaos Knights. Um, but yeah, if I can get a wider net and just sure, you know, let me we'll get away with saying nice, fair. then I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that avenue. <laughs> <laughs> you need to even specify one or the other. In this I was going to go like into fun. like why I thought, but no, I'm just going to oh, take no, it out. No, no, you want no, no, I'm you taking me out. Was, go ahead. Why do you think nope, chaos knights? Just somebody with a knight. Somebody with an ODK. Now you're getting too general. Because this is the one with the... Yeah, this is the one with the knight with the dark angels too. That That's too far. That's too far, Paul. I had to look at that list because so I do I do search for Imperium, just generalist Imperium. And whenever I do, usually there's only like one or two lists, so I always have a look. This is nothing but Terminators, Dark Angels Terminators, and then three freaking hell um um Armagus. Armagus Helverin. Yeah, yeah Armagus. Yeah, essentially yeah, War Dogs. And so I was bad. like <laughs> I would have thought it'd be Helverins. I would have thought it'd be the auto cannon ones, but they're the melee ones. Um so I was a bit oh, head scratching like at that. Just move. Just get on like across it, the table yeah, and chew but, it up. I mean Three three Helverins or three maybe Moiraxes shooting behind thirty Terminators. You're like <laughs> five turns of shooting in the bag. Like you know, it's just it's gonna happen. 
Well, folks, now it is time for our little palate cleansing segment we call the Fuego Rapido. This is a segment where we pull up a list of topics on the screen and we give uh, our producer actually comes in and asks these questions now. Uh, and we give ourselves two minutes to answer them. And once the time is up, no matter what is going on in the dialogue, we have to, we have to shut it down. The thought is over, uh, maybe never to be visited again. Uh, but we also want to hear what y'all have to say in chat. Uh, cause sometimes, you know, these, these trip us up, but anyway, we'll turn it over to, to Richard behind the scenes. Uh, have two minutes for each topic. Uh, see what we got. This you're going to have to ask him, buddy. My mic's not working. Oh, well, now I've, I've assumed I'm now usurping responsibilities from production. No, I can talk now. I'm now. Good. I'm good. No, no, I've already declared. <laughs> okay, I'm starting. Uh, best movie with giant robots. Uh, Macross. I'm going to give you all a chance to make the wrong decision. And then it's I'm going to tell you the right. It's not. Macross, is, that's a good one. I have, I have, that's pretty way, good. That's pretty good. I have way too many that I want to. Uh, I don't know, man. There's, I have to start naming a couple. And not, it's just not just movies either, because I'm thinking of a lot of anime. Like I love Gundam Wing. I love Gundam Wing. No, Endless wait, Waltz. Well, which one? Cool. Endless Waltz. That's the movie. That's a movie. Not okay. All right. <laughs> so that, All right, Adam. I, now I'm curious of where just, you're going because because obviously now. Transformers is always uh, a good that was movie. it. That you, oh. you had it. You had it right there. It was the original animated Transformers movie. Transformers I, I movie. figured that's what you, you got to say. touch. That's why you okay. got the touch. That hits me. Like every now and then, I'll just go and watch. You know some of those scenes. Yeah. Know, just because you just need you just need to throw back. You, you, to, just, you, you need to feel. Yeah. You ever need a lift? That's that's it. That's that's where you go. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Are Transformers giant robots in that? I feel like they're not. That There's big. a couple of giant robots. You know, when Devastator yeah, is, is tearing down. Yeah, I get Tar- like all, all in the Cron is in there. You know, but Autobot yeah. City, yeah, Dinobots, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you're uh, well, driving yeah, in yeah. a lot of them. Is, like, is my, Unicron, is my car you say, a giant you, robot? You saying Unicron is not a giant robot? Unicron what? is a giant planet robot it's, thing. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. There you go. Answered. Transformers. That's that's a good answer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, Transformers is probably the best one that you can say for it. For at least people of our generation, I'm assuming we're all of a similar generation. We yeah, and we're ta- we're not talking about these Michael Bay ones, guys. If you haven't seen the freaking mm. cartoon the original one, you got to go see that one. All right, yeah, rent right. it. Sure. Go to Blockbuster Video and rent it. But what, That's right. We don't have those it. anymore. It's, no, it's <laughs> Blockbuster Video and rent it. All Jumbo right. Video. I've, I've been restarting this. Uh, your first Imperial Night or. Chaos Knight or other Titanic models that you've purchased, I guess, or played with, or painted, purchased or, or painted, or, or something, um, or did something with. Bane Blade count is a Bane Blade Titanic model. Mm-hmm. What's the first? Yeah, it is. War, right? So the the I first six of them big model Jesus. I had uh, was the Eldar Tempest. Oh, uh, cool. from um, Armorcast. Okay, that's it was cool. it was like a solid block of resin. It was like this. This long, like that, yeah. that like that wide. Right. Had two giant cannons on it. Okay. Has that been replaced with the Scorpion now? Is that what that superseded it? I think that has to be. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. one of those. It's it's that same thing, but imagine it and looking like carved out of was like a carved out of a block of soap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, it was yeah, still I cool. Like, I mean, they were it was cool. <laughs> if we, if Bane Blades count, then mine's a Bane Blade. Okay. Yeah, because I got I six of the bastards. Yeah, yeah. I think they count. Okay. My first Titanic model that I painted was a Wraith Knight. Oh. The first one that I owned was a Bio Titan, the Hero Oh, snap. 
did not paint that right away. The one with I the was, big was, legs on yeah. it. Was I was terrified to paint that because yeah. I did not want to do it wrong. That's intimidating. Mm. The wraith, the wraith that I had to for tournaments. So I was like, ah, screw it. Here we go. <laughs> it's because it's because that thing is so high up. You can see all the detail yeah. underneath, so you can't half ass it. Yeah, you have to full ass it. You have to full ass <laughs> it exactly. There's no. <laughs> 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 Full on big booty it. Yeah. It's a big bootay. That hierophant dump truck just going past. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Best quote or catchphrase from Bender. From this is oddly specific. This is very specific. I I watched Futurama, but I can't remember all of Bender's quotes. Uh, I can remember a few. You gotta you gotta pull us through on this one, Adam. I'll make my own Lunar Lander with blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the Lunar Lander in the blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh yeah, bam. Um <laughs> Oh, I, I remember I remember my I, I know one I liked of his. Uh of all my friends, you're the first. <laughs> uh, I, I came here with one dream, a dream to kill all humans. <laughs> That's a good one as well. Uh, we'll, move uh, well, we're boned. That's yeah. a good one too. I like yeah. Right. All right. So, a best paint scheme for Imperial or Chaos Knights. Ooh. I'm sorry best... to say, it's probably a Renegade Knight. Yeah, it's definitely Renegade Knight. Like, I'm sorry. I do like it when they had those big bold Chaos symbols that look like you know they're just mm. like really splashed over them or whatever, like graffiti style. Uh, I like I, it when, I can't I can't pull that off, but I really like seeing it. I like seeing the Chaos Knights that are like really made and converted to look like the gods they're supposed to be a part of. Mm. You know, like the Nurgle Knights being all melted, like rotten and stuff, and have some extra stuff on there. The corn ones being made more corny with skulls and giant giant axe in them or hand instead of whatever weapon they're equipped with. It just I like the conversion opportunity you have with Chaos Models. I feel like you can do that a lot better with Chaos Knights and get away with it. Night ones you can still do it with, but you don't have as much freedom with some like cool gods like that you're worshiping to do you know what I'm saying here? Like I'm not talking out of my butt. My my, my no, you, big you can just look. Was... We got we got a, two yeah, minutes got to fill. You can keep just on keep going. going. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> just, I'm filling up all the time here. I got this. <laughs> what do you guys think though? You haven't said anything, Adam. I'm scroll. I'm, I just googled. Oh, you're I'm scrolling. scrolling you're just gonna, just gonna yeah, yeah. Copy and paste one from Google. Um, this one. yeah, I guess because I'm looking for it. Like I'm looking for the actual Are you like, house, like an actual house name or something. Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm looking for the name because I don't know enough about the Renegade Nice schemes. I know a lot of the names like Comentus and Lucaris and all those ones, but I don't know the associated schemes like I do with the Imperial houses. Like someone says Hawk Shroud, and bang, I got. I, I know what that looks like. Someone says yeah, the Vol- Hulk, that's the yellow, yellow right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the yellow. Yeah. Someone says Tyrannus. I, I I know what that looks like. Um, but I, I couldn't. I can't say the same for the Renegade Nice, and I feel bad about that. They um, don't get enough I, press. They yeah, will after this yeah. weekend. Yeah, I hope so. Paul's <laughs> called them, so they're, they're going to be um, seen a lot. I, right now, I'm a fan of Lucaris, which is like a midnight blue with splashes of white, bone, and red. I think that's really quite nice. Um, like, if you wanted to, like, put some lightning bolts on that and just give the evoke the Night Lords with that um, as well, I think that'd be really cool. And then you could paint some of the banners and stuff flesh-like and bring it even oh, closer. Oh, We're out of time. Okay, last one. It's a weird one, and I think it's the best for last. So, what's your robot theme song and dance or dance? What? (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to that. It, it's raining okay. tacos. Oh, what? <laughs> Impressive. I mean, just 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 got a rocket at some point. Yeah. What? You just got to send. Um, I have a very extremely specific one. Oh, okay. Um, well, if you're ready for this, then you go exceptionally, ahead. Exceptionally, there is this crazy game called Guitar Man oh. that was an extremely obscure Japanese uh, PlayStation Two game. Where you played as this crazy little dude who turns into a magical guitar man, and you got to battle with monsters by playing the guitar. And there was a boss on it called Flying O, who was a flying saucer. His theme song is is my song. And if anybody in the chat knows that, uh, I'm I'm probably gonna kiss you. I don't know. Maybe we'll get married. Hmm. <laughs> All right. I mean, there are some people that have a crush on you in the chat, so yeah. it's not far off. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, you gotta be ready for that. You gotta love that. But seriously, go go to YouTube and Google Guitar Man. It's some of the stupidest, most like just taking the piss out of itself. Um, while you're there, check yeah, out this yeah. raining tacos. It's raining tacos as well. On the <laughs> right, Justin, your last. I still don't know what raining tacos is, or what it has to do with robots. I feel like I can just pick a random song at this point, and it'll be it'll be legit. People in chat have been trying to help you. I'm not they gonna are. say like Mr. Roboto, okay? That That's seems not... pretty on point. It's too on point. <laughs> It's I've often it. thought at times, uh, Dustin, that you are reminiscent of the the, the other guy from uh, uh, was it Garvey? No, not Garvey. It's the dude Barbie Girl. You know, I'm a Barbie Girl. <laughs> there was the chick. There was the chick that that was that sung everything, and there was the guy next to her that just said a random line every now and then. Let's and go, I feel like Barbie. That's Let's go party. <laughs> exactly. I that got could it. Be you. There it that is. Could be you. Barbie Girl. That's that's my that's my robot theme song. Hey, way to squeak it in. Way to slide into home plate there. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show this week. Seriously, this has been a fun one. It's uh, it's cool when these new factions do get released. It gives you know uh, we we see how it changes immediately starts changing the meta. Well, they had the same impact the Tyranids did and the Drakari before them and Harlequins. You know who's to say? I'm not actually sure, but uh, um, but we will uh, be back next week. What we talk about, we'll know when we see the shifts in next week's faction podiums. Seriously, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thanks to everyone who's made this uh, absolutely active in chat. Uh, we've had some great comments and people participating with the show. If you are listening to us after the fact on podcast ag- aggregators, please give us a thumbs up, a like, a share, subscribe, a five-star review. That's one way that other people, you know, can help find us or you can help other people find us. That's probably what I was trying to say there. Uh, and it really means a lot to us when you do that. Uh, don't forget to check out our sponsor, Get your LVO tickets next month. Adam, Dustin, we'll see you all next week. Always, Always a pleasure, pleasure, gentlemen. Check out the coverage this weekend, too. You are, in fact, a Bobby Gale. <laughs>